What's in the queue? 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna lick my nails right now. Like, these have, are fun. I have surprisingly a lot of notes for an hour doc. Thank you. Because I ended up with uh, my notebook is sitting outside. Uh -oh. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I shall get that. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm just going to talk to our devoted fans. Sing They're such little, good people. Sing a little song like I did when you walked Krishana's out. out of the closet. Oh, oh, snap. I don't have any ones, girl. Nope, that one's Joe's. Just grab those two. They're on the bed because I don't know which one it is. Oh, okay. I saw those first. I labeled one as uh, volume three. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> Such a good podcasting partner you are. It's true. <sighs> Your Although, hair looks great today at BTW. Really? Yeah. I you was have like... like the perfect curl in front. Yeah, but what's happening here? That's like... called growth. No, like... <laughs> my hair's straight. Like, I didn't do that. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, it's the thing. The front looks really curly. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, no, to second your statement from earlier, I have somehow, I somehow have six pages of notes on a 48-minute documentary. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, you know, at first I was like... Ooh, I'm a killer. Mm. Fun. And then I was like, episodes. Oh, we won't get to do it. And then I watched the first one and I was like, you know, these are good. They're meaty. Can I go with the nails? Will you open that? Because I can't do it with the nails. Well, I'll tell you this. When I was opening mine, I thought it was just going to break and not open. Because it doesn't pop to like the very last. I can just feel my nail ripping. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, no, I am a killer. Like wh when you suggested it, I thought you had done the thing that I always do where I just look at a title and a poster and think, Ooh, that looks cool. And don't click on it to see yeah. if it's a uh, 13 episode season. Well, yeah. That's fine. But no, this is a good choice. Yeah. And then you came back Whew. with episode eight, mm -hmm. which we are going to talk about hunted. Well, yeah, you were like, well, just pick one. So I was reading through all the descriptions and I'm like, wait, these guys killed a gay couple. What? Yeah. I was like, you picked the craziest one. I'm, I want to go, I need, I need to finish Queer Eye. Yeah. And I need to finish, um, Unreal on Hulu. Okay. And then I will go back and I will watch all the rest of these. I've, I've watched some good stuff here lately. Don't ask me to nope, recall nope, them. Nope, 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 <laughs> I just know that I've watched good stuff. I, you know, I'm thinking about maybe peppering episodes like these in yes periodically because i think if i binged all of them i would be like i'm in a horrible mental state right now just from this one freaking episode where's all the crystals i'm wearing one okay yeah i'm wearing the rose quartz oh. you know i don't know i'm just i got bad vibes man mm. i know sad i know that's okay. Let's talk about murder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is what's in the queue. Hi guys. Hey, hey, hey. With Krishana and Emily. Yeah. Got my line. We're uh, we're in a closet. Still. I think we're still in Indiana. Uh, currently, yes. No civil war has started yet. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Space force. We're getting space force. Um. Yeah. Space force. Oh, there was a. 
There was that Unite the Right rally today, yeah. and, like, nobody fucking showed up. Like, 30 people showed up. But they did get a police escort, so that's nice. Aw, that's, yeah. that's they special? sweet. Did it, like, escort them right off a cliff? Uh, no, right onto the subway. Hmm, nice. Because DC. Well, you know, there's that. Um, I'll just sip my Moscato out so, of a can. Yeah. I, you know, I'm really digging these. I was worried because I couldn't remember if you liked peach or not. Oh, free beverage? Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think I might like this one better than that last ro- week. The rosé, yeah. Which I like. Yeah, yeah, that the rosé was fine. This is a better aftertaste. So this is, what are we drinking in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> Today, it's barefoot. Um, so we are, like you said, we're going to sprinkle some of these episodes in from time to time because... They're good. They're they're good. They're emotionally conflicting. Yeah. Um, you you learn stuff about people who murder people. Yeah. Well, and I mean, they're super meaty for uh, under an hour documentary. Oh, sure. Like, you know, we we did the confession tapes. It didn't go well, according to you guys. Listen. I'm not going to blame you on that. <laughs> uh, so I was, you know, we, we've kind of like shied away from series docs. Well, because you either have to watch the whole thing because it's all tied together. Yeah. Or you just don't get the whole picture. Yeah. You know, like there's just, you can't shove, you can't shove 13 episodes of The Staircase into a 45 minute to an hour long podcast. No, please no. If if we drink a lot of coffee, <laughs> I mean nobody would understand. We're saying, and then stairs, stairs, head trauma, the end. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so these are really good. Um, and this is episode eight, hunted. Uh, Robert Schaefer and a friend. Which they don't list his name in the beginning, but it, you, you meet him. It's later. David Steinmeier. Um, they target a same-sex couple in a robbery, but their crime spins out of control into a kidnapping and double murder. This is the story of death row inmate number nine nine zero one zero one. Okay, so since you have watched more than one episode, do yeah. they all start like that? Yes. Okay. It has everybody's inmate numbers. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've only watched two. Okay. And so I'm happy you picked this because the two that I watched, like the first two, I was like, hmm, that would be good. And oh, that would be good too. So I'm and happy that come with the bonkers, you were like, batshit crazy. Cha-cha! <laughs> check this out. <laughs> pew, pew. Um, oh, wait, that's sad. <laughs> oh. oh. Anywho. Um... So this uh, this whole crime takes back and ni- takes back takes place in nineteen ninety. Takes us to the way way back machine. Yes, <laughs> um, and Robert Schaefer uh, was a nineteen year old at this time. Um, he was arrested for his part in the fatal shooting of Jerry Parker and Denny Young. The reasons for this his involvement in this violent crime are subject to debate. So that's kind of like how the scene gets set for this documentary. That yeah, that's the like bare bones information you need to know going into this episode. Yeah. Um I uh, I will say this episode did a really good job of consistently naming the victims' names. Yes. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, always say the name. Always yes. say Jerry and Denny's names. Always. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Um, so, we could... Okay. So, this doc kind of... It, it kind of jumps a little bit back mm-hmm. and forth um, between the crime, the arrest, and then back into learning more about Robert Schaefer. Um, I am usually of the mindset of, like, tell the story from the beginning and go all the way through. Okay. But, you know, it's not just my podcast. Well, no. No, um, this episode might be good to just get the, just talk about the crime okay. up front. Like, why, why he's in jail. Let's, let's go through the night with Denny and Jerry and, uh, and Robert's friend David. Then let's talk about Robert's history. Okay. Because that's where I get conflicted emotionally. Yeah. And, and I'll say this too up front. Most of the story of what happens comes out of Robert Schaefer's mouth. And not a lot of other people's mouths. Yeah. So. Take that with a grain of salt. This could all be a air quotes episode. Okay. Good. Yeah. Could very well um, be. So. Robert uh, hooks up with David Steinmeier. Um, you know, Robert says they only knew each other for like a month, but they crammed in this intense, we're best friends right from the get-go relationship. Oh, they found and Louise, like, hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Robert says that it's David's idea to um, start doing robberies. Um, he, you know, he's done them before. There was never any plan to kill anybody, but everything spun out of control. So, April 29th, 1990, um, Jerry Parker and Denny Young were at Blanchett Landing Street, um, which the setting, that's in uh, Charles, Missouri. St. Charles. St. Charles, Missouri. Um, and it, uh, like a little park area. Yeah, little... It's, like a, it's like a park on the waterfront. Yeah. Um, it looked like a really nice place to have a picnic or, you know. Have a date. Yeah. And this is, you know, at night, yeah. late, you know, late evening. Um, and uh, David and Robert are both 19-year-old dudes. Like, yeah, yeah. And they, you see their mugshots, and they look like they're 16. Yeah. Like, they look very, very young. Yeah. Um, so, Robert says, you know, him and David were... Uh, you know, kind of watching these two. Stalking. Yeah, stalking. Um, he noticed that they kissed. So in his mind, that made him a easy target. Well, you're not going to pick the guy that's six foot four that could kick your ass. You're going to go pick the homosexual. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Anywho. I'm already mad. Yeah. Um, so they, they, uh, David and Robert approached, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Jerry and Denny, and um, said, hey, you know, we're, we're supposed to go to this party or whatever and meet these girls. Um, could you give us a ride? The answer is and, always no. Yeah, no. But they said yes. Um, and so off they went. Um, they were kind of driving around, you know, maybe it's this house. Nope, that's not it. Da, ba, 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 ba. So after a while... Um, Jerry and Denny were kind of like, we're kind of over this now. Yeah, you need to get out of our car. Yeah. Um, And it's at this time that uh, Robert loads 
the firearm that he had with him, you know, with no intent to kill anybody, right? right. Um, so they they kind of stopped. Well, let us out, you know. They kind of stop and they start to get into an altercation outside of the car and in the car, and things kind of start escalating. Um, at that moment, Robert's like, well, now this is a kidnapping. Get back in the car. Get everybody in the car. They start taking off. Um, Head sorry. out to uh, Silver's Road. Yeah. Um, they, um, Robert has him stop the car and tells him to get out. They immediately start fighting again. And he says, uh, Robert says that he was fighting Denny. David was fighting Jerry and Robert shot Denny. Yeah. Well, he was saying that he took off running and he kind of did one shot and that uh, Jerry fell and was kind of like, it looks like there was this very deep like farming ditch because mm-hmm. um, you you do see some uh, crime scene photos. They don't show anybody's face. Thank you. For a good thing. Um and so, you know, he does that first shot. So he closes the gap um, and gets up on him that he finds out later that that, sh- that first shot had missed. He shoots him again um, and then he shoots him again, both times hitting him in the face. Um, then he turns his attention around uh, to uh, Denny and David. And he, you know, of course, again, you know, um, Denny is in the ditch trying to scrape up and get out and shoots him. Robert shoots him and it goes through his arm. He turns around and he gets shot again in the face. Um, and so now they're both dead. Um, and they go home. They, they leave. Yeah. So Robert and David leave. they, they decide that they're going to turn themselves in Robert says, you know, that David didn't want to turn himself in. And in Robert's 19-year-old mind, he thinks, well, if we don't turn ourselves in, we look guilty. But if we turn ourselves in, we can kind of tell the story of what happened. And why don't you say you killed one and I'll say I killed one. And and we'll just say because they were, they were making gay advances towards us. Right. Like they just, they came onto us and I, I raged out again. Go fuck yourself. You're an idiot. First of all. Um, so they go turn themselves in and, uh, you know, you use the gay defense. And, um, initially they were both charged with murder, both facing a life sentence. Um, that leads us to Phil Grenway, which I kind of liked him. Mm-hmm. He was a prosecuting attorney for St. Charles County. Uh, didn't believe Robert from the get. He's no. like, eh, I don't think. Cause I, he's like, I just, I don't know a lot of people who were defending themselves who shot their attacker two times in the face. Right. You know, I mean, like I, I haven't seen that a lot. Right. Like, like nothing, That's logical. yeah, nothing about that crime scene said that the two men that were dead, one were, of whom had a bum knee. Yeah, bum knee, bad heart. That was Jerry. Yeah. Um, that these guys were some crazy fiends trying to attack Robert and uh, David. Yeah. So you know, right away, you know, and he said, you know, Philip was saying that 
you know, he, he was very cocky and arrogant, like thought he was a lot smarter than he actually was. Hmm. Weird how 19 year olds have that happen. Um, so let's, let's go to conviction. Yeah. 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 We'll go, we'll go to conviction and then we'll, we'll jump back into history. Um, basically three years after the arrest, Robert was found guilty of both murders, uh, because he confessed, um, in 1992, he had actually confessed to both murders. He made a statement, despite being advised by his attorney not to do so, he waived his attorney, his right to an attorney, he uh, confessed to the murders, and he asked for the death penalty? Yeah, again, his now, uh, what, 21-year-old mind yeah. thought, if I say, ah, I did it, um... Give me the death penalty because I'm a bad, bad man. Be that that the judge would go, no, you're not. How about, you know, just a little probation? <laughs> well, the judge said, you want it? You got it. Gave him the death penalty. Yeah. Um, that, was, uh, that was eventually overturned. Mm -hmm. The death penalty was eventually overturned to just life in prison uh, without eligibility for parole. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's Robert. Well... <laughs> Let's go back to baby Robert. Let's go back to baby Robert. Um, he was born and raised in Salina, Kansas in 1970. He was the ninth of 11 children and six out of six boys. I think he was oddly proud of that i don't know sweet jesus that's so many kids uh catholic military family uh dad died in 77 and robert says that that's when he changed um at nine years old he was into drinking and drugs and pretty much nobody really paid attention to him outside of the home because they were like well he's sad about his dad so we'll leave him alone right and um, the only person that paid attention there were two people that paid attention to him in the home yeah uh one was his sister yeah. Uh, Juliet, who yeah. looked out for him. And the other was his mom, who continuously called him a faggot. And, and I'm him. sorry that I used that word. I don't like using that word. I feel very uncomfortable about that word. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, all the time. Like, all the time. Like, that was his name to her. His brother even um, was saying that they would wake up in the middle of the night and his mom was just beating the crap just out of Robert. the shit out of him, yeah. Um, so, he, you know... He was into some petty theft, vandalism. Miscreant behavior? Yes. Is, I think is I think what he called it. Um, he stole two cars while he, Allegedly. Yeah, he was with the girl. A girl, girl broke up with him. He had the car and they turned it in as stolen, is how he says it. Sure, 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 sure. Um, they grew up in a, 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 a quiet neighborhood. Um, yeah. They, the, all the siblings that did speak on this documentary said, you know, their mom just really didn't know how to mother. Um, there yeah. was no, I love yous, no hugs, nothing warm about her. Which, okay, quick f familial sidebar yeah. for me. Um, my, my dad's mom, my yeah. paternal grandmother, I got to talking to her one day about her mother and her mother was the exact same thing. Mm. Do you know what my grandmother has not done? murdered people yeah yeah well not that i know of yeah but i don't think she murdered anybody hmm 
don't know. We'll I'll look into her. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think she'll admit it. It just, yeah, that's all. That just, because that line, that like, oh, she never told us that she loved us. And like, I'm like, yeah, well, that still doesn't mean you get to murder people. No, 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 no. Um, his sister, you know, kind of talked about that outside of the home, he was a pretty happy kid. Yeah, because he was drunk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, when she said that, I thought immediately back to him talking about, well, I started taking booze to school at nine. I'm like, oh, well, that explains the rosy red cheeks. Yeah. Um, his old childhood bestie. Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey Martin. They were best friends. Their teacher said that they were a dark cloud of energy together. Um, but he said that they liked to play on the trains and Robert was always pushing the limits further and further. He never thought that Robert would be in jail for murder. Maybe beating up a girl. Yeah, he liked to do that. What the fuck? What the fuck? People. Aubrey, Aubrey was the best and worst of this whole documentary. Agreed. Um... The way his jacket was covering the cast, he has a cast on his arm, and the way his jacket was covering the cast, I'm like, please tell me he's got a hook. Please tell me he's got a hook. He did not have a hook. He has an, a bright orange cast. I hope he's okay. I hope it's all healed up. Yeah. I don't even know that he has Netflix, so I don't know that he's ever got to see his little... Maybe they gave him a thing. discount code for it. Yeah, maybe. Um, oh, yeah, maybe Netflix is a thing. Like, if you're in a documentary that they present like they give you a 20% off coupon hey uh <laughs> netflix um could you bare minimum not raise our rates because <laughs> we talk lovingly? endlessly about you <laughs> yes we tell the masses how amazing yeah how amazing your programming are. is yeah. anyways Anywho. um yeah aubrey's like he could get all the ladies he had amazing <laughs> skin complexion God. Um, and, and then Aubrey, uh, well, Aubrey talks about some other things. Well, and okay. So eventually Aubrey is the one that talks about it, but it's Robert's brother, Philip, that drops this fucking bomb on you. That's like, well, yeah, you know, Robert and I, and all of us, we had a really shitty childhood and man, Robert was getting molested left and right. And we're like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah, he was like, well, maybe that's the difference. You know, I never got molested, but he did. We both got beat, but he got molested too. So, then we jump back to Aubrey, and Aubrey talks about back in fourth grade, um, there was a man from the neighborhood that would have boys come over to play video games. Oh, Gacy, Gacy, Gacy. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically... He ran a brothel. Yeah. He, uh, would pay Aubrey and Robert and I'm sure many other boys, um, for oral sex amongst other things. Uh, uh, Aubrey! Aubrey! (laughs) God damn it. So Aubrey was like, you know, like, okay, so we did all this stuff and it was like, whatever, we didn't like it, but we got paid and the money made everything okay. And I would walk out of there with 75 bucks, but, uh, Robert would walk out with 150 bucks. And I thought, you know, I'm like, gosh, maybe I'm just not that good at oral sex. Maybe, maybe Robert's a lot better at oral sex than I am. And I'm like, Aubrey, no, Aubrey, no. Like I, I, 
didn't want to laugh at that because it's really awful. Like he it's is, he is laying his trauma just all over the place in a in a Canadian denim suit. Yeah. And I don't I didn't know how to handle it. Well, I it comes out how... of nowhere too because he's like, "Well, I was I was given oral sex, you know, with, with the a condom." condom. Which and is, then okay, thank and then you? he was giving oral sex on me and I was like, what? what turn did we just make? So, okay, so but then here's Johnny. Or not, uh, where's Johnny? Yeah. Right? Right? Is it, this Pizzagate? It is. God damn it! That's the beginning. Duh! Um, so, Aubrey, you know, made reference to a lot of times, you know, he almost wondered, was Robert being with all these women trying to prove that he wasn't gay or to, I don't know, mentally forget about what he was doing at this house in the van. Being raped by older men. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, he said, well, that would cause a lot of frustration too. And a lot of times he'd end up beating the women that he was with. And I'm like, so, so was it, that Robert really was gay, is gay. Not excuse. I'm not talking about sure, sure the rape and all that stuff, but trying to be with women to be like, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Or I I hate that I can't get it up with women, and I hate that I'm attracted to men. And you're you're the face of right what I don't want to be. Uh, I mean, that is a theory that Aubrey presents, I mean, to me, in a very non-professional... Yeah. Uh, I mean, it sounds like Robert has a lot of unresolved trauma. Mm. That... Definitely. That has manifested itself yeah. in these violent acts. Oh, yeah. And, and, and he is 13 when this shit yeah. is happening to him. So already his sexuality is developing... And, and and becoming what it will become. And so for this guy to be like, well, I'll pay you to do this. Right. It doesn't matter if he's gay. Like, no, this no. this boy is raped. Oh, most definitely. Consistently. And, but, okay, so, but, this is where I get messed up because is the trauma why he committed this act? Does that justify the act? Right. Ah! It doesn't justify it. No, okay, thank you. No. And I know that's not what you meant. Yes. But I definitely do see equally both of those scenarios, you know, um, because I'm sure they were raised in a, I mean, his mother calling him the F word. Yeah. Um, so already raised in this scenario where being gay is wrong. Right. So you're already like, well, that's bad and wrong anyways. And then I have this trauma from being raped by this creepy mofo for who knows how long. Working in a brothel at 13. Yeah. I, I, I think really it was probably that combination of both of those things that he knew. I think he knew when he saw those guys together 
that he was already triggered and he was yeah. already ready to go. No, Robert, I mean, by the end of the episode, Ro- I mean, Robert would never admit that no. because he even says he's like, well, I mean, we thought they were gay, but I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, Robert, I think well, you might. I think it does. Might. I think yeah, it does. I think you definitely targeted them. Um. So, it, the, 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 sorry, this is going to pause because <laughs> my notes are crazy. Well, um, we did jump around a lot. Yeah. Beep. Okay, that's back. Um, so also in this documentary, um, we hear from Jerry's nephew. Um, and, Richard, right? Yeah, Richard. Yes. Um, and he talks about that Jerry, you know, he was in his 40s. He was a nice guy. He loved life. He loved giving. He loved helping. Um, and it and it really hit his family hard. Um, a lot of his family would go to court um, during when they could go because, you know, then Robert, you know, goes without an attorney, please. Right. Ask for Judge Pumpty. So, yeah, so none of the details get to get put out in court, stuff like that. So, um, Jerry, or I'm sorry, Robert ends up writing a letter. Richard writes to Robert. Yeah. Richard writes to Robert. There's a lot and of errors. Robert writes back to Richard. Yes. And this is in 2014. Um, which this whole time Robert has maintained that, well, I didn't kill both of them. Yeah. I only did one. Even though there is a full video confession where he is cool as a cucumber Calm and to the point about everything that he did. Yeah. Um, so, Richard, you know, they're still going along with this that David killed one and Robert killed the other. Yeah. And so then Robert writes to Richard in 2014 and he's like, it's time to tell the truth. And, you know, basically lays out that he does kill both guys. Yeah. Um, and for Jerry's family, they have forgiven. Which is frustrating. But it again, is. we talked we talked about this last week with the Recovery yeah. Boys. Uh, forgiveness is not for you. It is for me so that I can let go of yeah. the pain that you have put on me. Yes. Um, and I do understand too a point their mindset of it too of where you know this was 19 year old kid blah 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 yeah so i i understood i understood what they were trying to say but we know way too much about murderers yeah so we know he's still messed up if he never turned himself in he may have been a gay man serial killer. Probably. Could have been targeted. Yeah. Could have been I mean, targeted in same-sex couples. Because left and right. he would have never sought any help. Yeah. Most likely. And he would have come across gay men throughout his life. Yeah. And he would have been re-triggered or trying to deny things. All these things. There's a good chance he would have been... Yeah. serial killer. I mean, I, I'm glad that Richard and his family have found peace. Yeah. If, if they have found peace, good for them. Yeah. We can still hate Robert all we want. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, David uh, Steinmeier, because of Robert changing and telling the truth, um, he still served eleven years for his part. He wanted nothing to do with this documentary. Don't blame and him. No. I want to know. I want to oh, really? hear you. I want to hear what he has to say. That's fair. Because there, it's really only Robert's version of what happened. That is true. I want to hear both. That's true. And then I can make up my own story for the in between. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, it, Robert still rocking it out in prison. Uh, and if you look at him. He looked like he'd be like the dude at your bank. Yeah, he looks like an accountant. Yeah, it, which is it's just so crazy because we always have this image in our mind of this monster. You know, mm-hmm. it's always this monster that yeah, would the do mo- some. The monsters have to blend in, dude. Yeah, Freaking real monsters crazy. blend in. Yeah, that way you don't see them coming. Exactly. Um. So. That's that's the story of Robert Schaefer and David Steinmeier and their part in the horrible murder of Jerry Parker and Denny Young. You should definitely check out this episode. Um, I, like I said, I want to watch more. Yeah. Uh, they're short, so we can get yeah. through them pretty easy. It yeah. wasn't a daunting doc, you know. It wasn't a daunting thing to do this week. No. To take care of it, so I like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to watch more. Yes. Mm, that's all I got. All right. Okay. Okay. We love you. Okay. Bye. bye.